Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. Well, I greet you in the name of the name that is the name above all names, the name of Jesus. My wife and I uh, just, we've been blessed by, by those that welcomed us, and we just thank God for you. I really thank God for being here, and thank uh, Pastor James that has uh, just gave me an opportunity to come and sort of share my story with you, and suddenly just give praise uh, to the worship group. Oh, that was awesome. Yes. Amen. Yes. And, and I thought about it. I said to myself, I said, well, I think we could probably just go home. <laughs> because, I mean, I, I looked at the gospel yes. Uh, yes. and the praise and worship, yes. and I felt it. Yes. I, I, I feel the presence of the Spirit in this place. And I feel at home. <laughs> Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, today, uh, my assignment really is I had so many things that were going on in my mind and, and uh, preaching the gospel and, and all of those particular things that, that I do. And, uh, and I said... <laughs> Just before it came up and, and before uh, Pastor James, my assignment here really is to tell you about the hope that is in Christ. Yes. The hope that I found uh, in him and just give you a little snip of, of my testimony. And I, before we go there, let's, let's see, can we, you got your Bibles? Because I, I want to look at this particular scripture uh, in the book of Luke and I believe... Uh, 15th chapter, and I'm, I'm believing you're familiar with it, and I know y'all. It's Luke 15, uh, cha uh, chapter 15, verse 11. Start with verse 11. And I'll use this in the, in the context of uh, my testimony. It says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the young of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me, so he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with a prodigal lifestyle, a prodigal living. And really, that's my story. The story of the prodigal son. One that had been eight months old in Portsmouth, Virginia, and my grand, great-grandfather, came and retrieved me and my sister and brought us to Athens, Georgia due to my mother being in 
uh, some forms of legal trouble. We'll just say it like that. Uh, and we were taken and we were actually wards of the state. And there was a telegram that came to Athens, Georgia. And my great grandfather, he been a, a man of God, a, a preacher and, and uh, a raiser of many generations. Him and my grand, great grandmother, they raised three or four generations of, of, of my family. Godly people. He jumped on a civil coming, and I don't know whether y'all know anything about a civil coming, but that's a train that used to run about 60 years ago, 65 to be exact. Uh, and he jumped on that train and he went to Portsmouth, Virginia. I was eight months old. My sister was a year older than I. And retrieved us and brought us back and raised us. And he passed at the age of uh, 86, and I was nearly 10 years old, crushed me. He was such a godly man, a loving man. He was initiated as, as I looked at that particular scripture, the father who didn't have to give the son anything, but he gave him all that was due to him. And my granddaddy, he didn't have to, great granddaddy, he didn't have to give me anything, but he gave me all that was due to me, and that was love. Uh, but as time rolled on, of course, I was 10 years old, and, and I was looking for that love in all the wrong places. In other words, you know, he, he dispensed so much love to me and, and so much encouragement, I went with the teenagers, teenage boys in there, and, you know, I, I wanted to uh, get some gratification and and favors from them, and so I, I began to play football with them. And and uh, you know, when I was doing good, they would just you know just give me all the, the accolades. And and man, that was oh, it just fed me. And it was just like my granddaddy giving me love. And so I, I I went into the sports. I didn't didn't play until high school, the ninth grade, and began to start in the ninth grade. Uh, and I began to wane a little bit away from my, my teachings. Uh, didn't go to church as, as much. You know, I, you know as, I, as I share this, I, I look around and I see there are small kids here and, and there, you know, one or two youth. And when I say youth, I'm talking about teenagers. <laughs> Most of I'm probably older than all of you. Um, as, as a little sidebar, when I came in the door, uh, I don't know whether you've seen the pictures, uh, you know, that was uh, circulated. I told Nathan, uh, I, I, most people might have been expecting that young fellow <laughs> back in back in the years. We're talking 50, 51 years ago, and, and uh, at least Steve looked at me. And he, I guess he said, "This must be this guy's grandpa." <laughs> but 50 years, uh, 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 University of Georgia went there and and did well uh, and, and left there. Uh, and actually I uh, went to the fire department, 37 years at the fire department uh, and retired uh, about six years ago, wasn't it dear? Yeah, six years ago. But in the interim, that's where the pain, the suffering, and, and I, I saw, and I, and I heard many of you, that was a song up there talking about, you know, uh, bringing, he called me and I jumped up out of the grave. Oh, I came running out of the grave. Well, I was in a grave. 
I was in a grave of drug addiction. Uh, got to that point where I wouldn't listen to anyone. Got to that point where, as the scripture says, in a faraway country, and I had riotous living, trying to live like I wanted to live. Thought it, thought it was good at the time, but didn't understand that it would cost me something. Anytime that you go away from the true teaching or the truth, and the truth is Jesus Christ. Anytime you go away from the truth, it's going to cost you something. But lo and behold, I, 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 even as I stand here today, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. And I know you are too because in your lives, you know that you had to have been called and you had to have been chosen. Je Jesus said in John 15 that, that you didn't choose me, but what? I chose you. Amen. In Ephesians 1 and 4, it says that we were chosen before, in him, before the foundation of the world. We were chosen. And, and, and that means hell, not nothing, the enemy could do nothing to bring us down. But all things work together for good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Now, I wouldn't, at that particular time, I wouldn't love him because I wouldn't keep his word. But he kept me. I, I, I went from 240 pounds to 130-something pounds. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, and at the, that particular time when I heard him call, well, I heard him call because my conditions were so low, I had a choice. I had a choice to die or to live. Yeah. And he called me to life and not death. Yeah. Amen. Well, here, here when, when we look at this prodigal son, it, it, it just emulates me to such a degree. Uh, the word in verse 14 says, but when he had spent all uh, there and arose a, 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 a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want, then he went and joined himself to the citizens of that country, and he sent him into a field to feed a swine. I, I, I remember living in a crack house. Uh, you know, it, it was uh, the winter of 93, I believe. I, I, I believe that was, that was one of the coldest winters that we've had in, 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 in uh, Georgia, really. Uh, uh, called something like the, the, the blizzard of, <laughs> of 93. And I was in that house, and I had a, a, a motorcycle jacket that my wife had bought me. And she, and she, she couldn't believe at the time that I wanted a motorcycle. I went to the store and, and uh, ordered one and then it came in and I told her to go pick it up. And uh, she went to pick it up and she said, no. She said, my husband don't wear nothing like this. You know, a motorcycle. You know, I used to have a motorcycle, but at that time I didn't have a motorcycle because it done tore them all up. Uh, <laughs> and, my, and my wife, she, she just was, you know, uh, bewildered that I would pick a jacket like that. But that jacket, it was almost like the saving grace in a house without power, crack house, without power. Uh, it was colder on the inside of that house than it was on the outside of that house. But God kept me. Amen. So when I see as, the, as, as this parable began to just come out at me, it began to say, uh, after... 
sitting there eating with the swine. I, you know, I, I thought about that so many times. Uh, basically, I, I rarely, rarely ate. Uh, and I'm, I'm always, I was always addicted to trying to get another hit. Uh, that's why I lost so much pound, uh, so many pounds. Uh, but I looked at that scripture there, and can you just imagine? You know, this, this guy, he, more than likely he's a Jew. And, uh, you know, swine, I mean, that's absolutely forbidden even to be around. I mean, that's the lowest of the low. But that's where, that's where I was. I was at the lowest of the low, uh, participating and partaking. You know, we're eating with the swine, partaking uh, with the swine. Uh, and I could just imagine this guy down here just about to, to you know, get on his knees and, and they look across and he see this pig. And he see it within his heart, he, he, he just recognized it, wow, I have fallen so low. And that's what happened to me. I got to that point and I recognized that I had fallen so low. Such great expectations, such great love that had been put into me, such great sacrifice that had came and, and brought me out of a condition that I was a ward of the state, me, uh, my sister and I, and brought us up and raised us up in a loving home. And yet the enemy infiltrated my life. I allowed him to. So, you know, one of the words I, I, I want to get out even to the younger ones, listen to your parents because they have been through life and going through life and they know what you should do and what you shouldn't do. If you try it on your own, you'll wind up in a hog pen and you'll wind up in a place that is unlovable and almost and, and really unbearable. I tried to, I tried to adjust. I, I saw my wife one time, this, this woman that loved me in my past, loved me and cared for me even when I was out in a crack house, she was praying for me. She was praying for me. Now she wouldn't put up with no mess, not me being around her with all of that, but she would come sometimes and, and bring me uh, a hamburger or something and just pray with me. It hurt my heart so bad because the condition that I've left her in, in other words, you know, I wasn't there to be who I supposed to be. But God used her to keep me balanced, to keep me from going. There were many times I, I, I thought about committing suicide, you know, because, you know, after falling so low, you just want to give up. You just think there's no hope. But there is hope. There is hope. And I, 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 the hope is the proof of me standing here. And, and, and many of you have been through certain things. And you have a word of hope also for others. Amen. I, I, I heard one of the uh, young ladies uh, talking about going uh, into the vineyard and being able to show love and uh, uh, show Jesus. Show the, the very Jesus that's in her to others that she don't even know. 
but she's willing to put Jesus on the line. And that's what we all have to do. We all have to be willing to put Jesus in our heart on the line. When he walked upon this earth, he went through and walked with all kinds of people. Even his lineage had all kinds of people. And so he wasn't a stranger anywhere he went. So let me, let me get right back to this because I, 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 I told you I wouldn't keep you long, but y'all you, you know how that is. <laughs> Amen. Uh, then uh, as he ate with the swine, it says, and he would gladly be filled with, uh, with his stomach with the parts that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. Yeah. No one gave me anything but more drugs. That which what would kill me. Those those one that says that well I'm your friend. Here get this hit, you know. When I was came to that point where I got my heart was saying no. And, and the reason my heart says no, as I told you, I got to the lowest of the lows and I, 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 I'll sort of expedite this. Uh, it was one night, I was, me and three uh, of, of my drug buddies were sitting there and, and we done collected $18 between the four of us. And they send me out on a mission. Say, well, say you, you, you can talk to them. Say you go out and uh, you know you you get some get some drug get us a hit. I said all right since y'all nominated me I'm I'm headed out. I go out and this whole side of town I walk all over this side. Now it it was something like eleven o'clock and it was two thirty when I got back. And I stopped. My last stop was at this guy's. A house and he looked at me and I showed him the $18 and he said if I didn't have no drugs in here I'd call the police on you myself. <laughs> you know and I'm, sta I'm standing up like you know hey it, this is all I got. And he gave me such a small piece and I guess he was going to teach me a lesson. He gave me such a small piece that and I took it I mean I couldn't say well you know I got to go back to those guys. So when I get back to those guys they looked at me and almost cursed me out and said, I can't, man, we can't believe you've been gone two, three hours and you come back with this little old piece. That tells us that you've been out doing the dope and now you're going to bring us this little old piece. Man, we ain't buying that. And in my spirit, I spoke it out. I say, I wonder what it would be like if I sought the Lord like I sought this little piece of dope tonight. See, all you have to do sometimes is just say it. Yeah. When, 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 you, when you're silent, uh, just like the, 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 the praise, they, they were saying, don't be silent. Let the Redeemer, the Lord, say so. Yeah. You know, don't sit back there like he ain't done anything for you. You know, raise your hand, shout, do what you got to do. Amen. You know, give him praise, give him honor, give him glory. Right. Amen. And, and, and at that particular time, when I said it, it seems like, wow, something inside of me broke. Something inside of me said that, wait a minute, I mean, these are your friends. Uh, here you go. They're cussing you out, you know, uh, belligerent to you. And this statement solidified something on the inside of me. And from that particular day, I began to move 
away from my problem. I, I, in other words, I began to take real steps. And I began to sought, seek and, and, and realize my condition. You know, a lot of times individuals, they are in a condition, but they don't realize they're in a condition. A lot of them don't want to accept the truth. You know, you, you can tell them the truth all you want to tell them the truth, but they will not accept the truth, you know. And so a lot of times, even mothers will, 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 will just go along, go along, go along and enable their children because they just can't, they, say, they, they actually say, well, I can't give up on them. But sometimes you got to let God, let go and let God. See, because if they don't find that there is another way, because pray for them, pray for them. When you pray for them, God's got a plan for them. Just like, just like he chose us, just like the father drew us to the son, the same way that he can cause a dope addict to be drawn to his son. Amen. So I got to that point. And I had to see myself. And when I saw myself, the next day, I went to the park and I prayed and I prayed and I, pr I prayed so long. I was there so long. I was on a, a, a cement bench and when I stood up, I, I fell over on the ground because all the circulation was out of my, my legs. Of course, I wasn't but 130 something pounds. So I mean, you know, I wasn't too healthy to start with. But I left there, I went over to my uncle. My uncle says, no, son, see, you can't stay here. Uh, you're a drug addict. As a matter of fact, he called me a crackhead. See, you're a crackhead. I done heard about you. I said, Uncle, you my only uncle. I said, I, I don't have anywhere to go. He said, well, I can't help you. I spoke at his funeral. That was the greatest thing that he had ever done. Wow. Because if he had to let me stay there, then I'd found some kind of salvation uh, and home or shelter and will continue to have done what I was doing. But it had to be hard. It had to be, it had to, be to a point where, do you want it? Do you, do you want deliverance? Do you want it? Or, or, or do you want to just uh, have a, a shelter over your head and, and die in the mess that you're in? And so as I sought help, the Lord put every person the right person in the right place. They, they had the heart to understand what was going on with me. They didn't, they, they were there not to buy in to my wants and desires, but to lead me and guide me and direct me. And if I followed, which I did, then I would get out of that hole. So as I, as, I, as I look right here at the scripture, the word says, but when he came to himself, looking at that pig, me looking at that mess, and all that I'd left behind, I'm, I'm talking about I, children, even grandchildren. Grandchildren adored me. But now, uh, because I was a crackhead, uh, you know, that, that, that father said, well, that's, he's a crackhead. You, 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 can't, you, can't, uh, you can't even call him up there. You used to call me Big Dad. And they started crying. 
They, they told me, say, you, we can't call you Big Daddy no more because that daddy said, you, you know, you own drugs. You think that didn't hurt me? Broke my heart. But I did it. I did it to them. Say, we have to be real careful in any way, form, or fashion. Now, I'm talking about drug addiction, but we can be uh, uh, addicted to the culture of the world. You know, we can be addicted to entertainment. We can be addicted to anything that may sound good, but yet it will take you away from Christ. And you'll be inept. In other words, yeah, you, you might look the part. You might speak spiritual. You might sound spiritual. But yet there's truly no, no spirit working on the inside of you. A lot of times we know how to play the game. Amen. So here, the word says, and I will arise. Yeah, when he came to himself. He said, how many of my father's high servants had bread enough to spare and I perished with hunger? Looking at my life, making the decision, and in making that decision, it was an easy decision now because I was able to see myself. I went to the buddy or the crack house that I was living in. And when I went to that crack house, my mind and intention was to get my little clothes and go up to a recovery facility. I went in that house, and this is after I prayed, and this is after my uncle said I couldn't stay, and I left my uncle's, went to the crack house. When I got to the crack house, which, is, you know, crack houses are poor, I mean, they are disgusting. I mean, because they're not a hotel. You know, they're not a five-star hotel. I just put it like that, you know. Uh, unkept, you know. Uh, and so I went in, but before I went in, uh, there was a beautiful car outside, and I'm saying to myself, I wonder who that is. And uh, almost shame not to go, in, uh, to go in because of the fact that, well, you know, that, this car, there's got to be a reputable person in there. And, but I went in anyway, and when I went, knocked on the door, my buddy uh, he, he's supposed to be mad at me because I had his, his vehicle and, and uh, he said, well, I, I called the police on you because you kept my vehicle too long. And, uh, but then at this time, he says, come on in, buddy. He said, I ain't mad at you. And uh, when he said that, he had a big old piece of dope. And he said, I tell you what. He said, go ahead and hit that. And I looked at him and I went on in and, and there was three Beautiful young ladies. And you could tell they hadn't, that's probably the first time that they were done dope because they, they looked too well. Yeah. And, and, and I'm looking at that, and one mind said, boy, look at that big old piece of dope. You can, boy, this is, all you have to do is, this is your last time, go ahead and hit that. But in, inside me, I know it was the spirit that said, go in there and shave. And, 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 and when you shave, get your clothes and leave. And I hadn't shaved in over a year. I, you know, I, I guess I was trying to hide. You know, had a red old scraggly old beard. And uh, so I went in there, shaved, and when I shaved, that was the first time that I had seen such an atrocious individual. I couldn't believe that with me. My, I, I guess my, my head, my mind was clear enough to see 
what you had done to yourself. Neck was that little, bones in my face, no, no, no flesh, no, no, nothing puffed out. It was all bone, skin and bone. Eyes sunk back in my head. And for a minute, I saw the cry. And now I'm absolutely, I'm too ashamed to even want to go back outside. But I had to go by them. And when I came out the door, they looked at me and, oh, they, they were doing dope. And, 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 and they grabbing the dope and then they looked at me and they were like I done frightened them, oh, you know. And then my, my buddy said, oh, they, they used to call me Bear. Say, oh, that's old Bear. You know, here I come. And he said, oh, that's old bear. That's the same one just went in there. And they couldn't believe that. And I looked at them, and, and, and for just an instant, I saw a turnaround. In other words, I saw them just like I was, and I, I saw myself just like they were. Uh, beautiful. And then I didn't, I, I wanted to share with them, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to look like me. But I didn't get a chance to do that because when my buddy, he was hitting the dope and, and he looked up at me and he shook his head. He said, boy, you're a mess. He said, you need to go get you some help. And then he hit the dope. <laughs> and and, and I, inside me, I got so mad, I, I started to say, well, what do you mean? I need some help. You know, but I didn't because that was a spirit of truth that came out of him yeah. that hit me and I couldn't, I couldn't contest that. I, I, I couldn't negate what he just said. And, and I, I said, well, i see y'all later. Went out the door and this, when I got outside, it seemed like it was so bright. Wow. That was the beginning of my new step. And, 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 and began to... Uh, well, let me, let, let me hit this scripture right here. Amen. Amen. It says, uh, uh, but when he came to himself and said, how many of my father's high servant had bread enough and to spare and I perished with him, I will rise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your high servants. And he rose and came to his father, but when he was a still a great way off or far way off his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him and the son said to him father I've sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his servants bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand, hallelujah, and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here, and kill it, and let's eat and be merry. My heavenly father, that's who he was. That's my heavenly father they're talking about. He, he, he put a robe on me, a robe of righteousness. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. I, I, I get excited because in the praise, I knew See, I love this praise because it's biblical. Yeah. It, 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 is, it is scriptural based. Yeah. It's the word. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, and, and in understanding what had happened to me, I knew that it was my heavenly father 
that reached out and put the robe of righteousness, which is Jesus Christ, Amen. back into my life. In other words, he was there a long time ago. But, 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 you know, through life's experience, you begin to know him in a deeper way. A lot of times we want to always go back. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, you know Jesus. Yeah, I know Jesus. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah. Me and the boy used to hang out down in, on the corner. No, no, not that Jesus. Way back yonder was a different Jesus that you know. What about the experiences and the things that you went through and come through today? He kept you. You got to give him glory. He kept you. He is the reason that you and I are here today. Full of glory, full of joy. As the word says, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. He's the one that did it. And in that process, now, now let, let me just share this with you. I had lost my job at the fire department. I was working at the fire department at the time, had 16 years in, and went through this whole scenario. And, and at the end of it, uh, there was a minister that, that came to me and said, what do you think about, have you ever thought about going back to the fire department? I said, no way, man. I said, the way I left, you know, on dope, and you think I can walk back up? He said, well, I pray about it. I prayed about it, and the Lord said, go talk to the chief. When talked to the chief, chief, just like the, the father, grabbed me and began to cry on my neck. Says, says, says Clarence, he said, and, and he had heard that, that my recovery had gone well. Because, see, my recovery was all about not only receiving grace from the Lord Jesus Christ, but being, began to give that grace to others. See, it, it, it ain't about what you've been through, so, oh, well, you know, I, I don't want to talk about it. No, if the Lord delivered you, you better tell somebody. See, when, when, when you're able to be free, that, that's, that's what freedom is. I, 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 I'm not ashamed of my past. You know, my past is my past. But, but, but my future, oh, what hope is in my future. And I'm talking about eternal hope. And I'm talking about now hope. Because there's now faith and now hope. And my eternal hope is assured. Not because of, of, of me and what I've done, but because of Jesus and what he's done. I got so much that I want to tell you, but I ain't going to tell you. I ain't, I, it, maybe some other time. But all I want to know, all I want you to know is that uh, they put me back on the fire department. Well, what, how did they do it? By the grace of God. In other words, they gave me an opportunity to start back over. I was a sergeant at that time. I started back over as a rookie, uh, and, and I was so happy. Uh, I, I was scrubbing latrines, a rookie. You know, 16 years, used to be a sergeant, but now I'm happy. <laughs> Scrub. One day I was in the latrine and flew over the top, and you know, they, 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 those toilets are made by uh, different manufacturers, and one manufacturer is called Church. And I threw over the top and, and I'm scrubbing and, 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 and had, I saw church and I said, I'm up in here having church. <laughs> I'm up here having church. The joy of the Lord was my strength. Amen. Thank you for, for listening. And, and after that, I was able to do 21, 
21 more years at the fire department and retire by the grace of God. Isn't he good? Let's just give him praise. Amen. 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 